Welcome to Get Up and Tie Your Shoes podcast, the inspiring motivational podcast to get your day started the right way. Our goal is to keep you educated, encouraged, and empowered because let's be honest, the world is lacking women empowerment today and that is our goal and our focus. So today for our first episode, I'm so excited to have one of my great friends, uh, a childhood friend, actually, even though we're only 29, wink, wink, and um, now a career lady, awesome, real estate mogul, in my opinion. Um, we have Miss Brittany Austin here today with us from Brittany Austin & Co. And so today, we are talking about a lot of different things, but I wanted her to be our special guest because Brittany comes with a, a world of knowledge. She has created her own brand, her own way of selling real estate, and her own way of doing things in today's society, which is a lot different. And if anybody knows me, you know I've never wanted to fit in a box. I always say I don't even, like, believe in boxes. I think we should all be our own person, no matter what that means. So super excited to have you here today, Miss Brittany. And um, last year, Jesse and I sold one of our investment properties, and Brittany helped us with that. So I had seen your work afar. And, of course, helped, you know, market and promote and, yeah. and share on social media and all of that. So you didn't just become a real estate agent just all out of the blue. You had a whole career kind of leading up to this. And I don't think a lot of people know that Brittany Austin & Co., which is your real estate company mm -hmm. located in downtown Kings Mountain, that was a vision and a, 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 God, a God's vision and a dream that came to fruition but let's rewind. So we're not scared to talk about age. Um, I'm 40. You're 35. Mm -hmm. So married, two kids. So we know where you're at now. But tell us about where you started and, and how many years ago it was. And, and what, what prompted you to move into real estate? So we are going way back, way <laughs> back. All right. So um, Graduated from Kings Mountain High School. I have a bachelor's from Liberty University. And my husband and I got married young. I was 18 years old. Is that not crazy? Really? Yes. I didn't know you were 18. I was 18. I remember seeing your pictures on, I think it was MySpace then, remember? Yeah. I think it was MySpace, MySpace then. Yep. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, and that's funny because CJ and I were having the conversation the other day. We met on um, MySpace. Did well, you? we went to school together, obviously. Yeah. But we started talking on AIM. Do you oh remember gosh. AIM? For Instant you, message? For you young folk, that's when you heard your computer go, well, it's like kind of like the you got mail, the du -du -du -du, you got mail, but it was like Messenger, Facebook Messenger. And but you had like the away messages. Remember like oh, the yeah. away messages? Oh, yeah. And then you were like in MySpace, if, if they were in your top five friends, yeah. then you were something, let me tell you. Okay, let me ask you this. What Do you remember your your like, um, what do you call it, like your username? Like, do you remember your your name on oh my gosh. Instant Messenger? Um, I think because... At a young age, at 19, I started working in television. I think mine was Newsgirl Jen KM because I'm from Kings Mountain, North Carolina. Y'all are going to trip over mine. <laughs> what was it? Y'all are going to trip. Mine was, I'm embarrassed to even say this, <laughs> but this is for a good laugh. Mine was KM's Cutie with a Booty. Oh, boy. Yeah. I also own a marketing company. This is going to be fun for Christmas yeah. presents yeah. this year. Absolutely. So, anyway, CJ and I met through there. He came back from college. Like I said, got married at um, 18. He was 21. And, y'all, being so young, we were broke. 
y'all. Yeah. We were just broke. And um, I bought my first house at 19 years old. Wow. I was making $12 an hour. Mm. If that tells you anything. That wouldn't um, even buy you a... Uh, no, it, it, it wouldn't right buy much of anything right now. Um, <laughs> but we bought a house on Cleveland Avenue out in Grover, and we were just we were just so happy. We were broke, but we were so, we were so happy out in there. In love, absolutely. And um, so, pretty much for us, we had a lot of debt. We were young. We were stupid. We had over thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt, mm-hmm. and I was like. We've got to figure something out. I worked at a chiropractic office in Belmont, so I was in healthcare for quite a few years. Um, I remember that. Now. Yeah. So I have forgotten about. Yep. That. So worked um, in that environment. Loved the healthcare <laughs> industry, and and I did pretty well with that. Um, but it was one of those things where I knew we needed more if we were going to pay that debt off. Mm-hmm. So I got started in the direct sales industry. Um, I was with a company called It Works Global, and um, I saw somebody posting about the wrap, and I was like, man, I got married. I gained a little happy weight. So I'm like, Some, they, the stomach wraps, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, stomach wraps. So I was I like, I, I need to lose a little bit of weight, tone some, some skin, so I'm going to just jump in. And guys, that was the the biggest blessing for me and it turned into something where I wanted $500 a month I knew that if I could earn $500 a month I could take that money and put it towards credit card debt so that was the goal I'm gonna do it works I'm gonna make $500 a month yep and together we're gonna use that we're gonna and we're gonna pay this debt down yep Mm -hmm. and God just had so many so, so much greater plans than, yeah. than I had. Um, I was able to, we were able to pay that credit card um, debt off in about a year and a half. Wow. So we were able to do that. Um, I actually came home from my full-time job in healthcare within two years. Wow. And after four years, we were able to bring CJ home to do it with me. That's impressive. And so we were in the top um, 150 income earners for the entire company out of and that's a global company, that's too. A, oh, isn't yeah. It? That's not just so the So we were able to grow a team. Um, I mean, we had a team in Australia, Canada, um, all over the United States. We had over 10,000 team members. Wow. And so, you know, it really started there for us. And we, we had such success. And ultimately, that's how I was able to grow um, my social media platform. Right. Um, and so, you know, that business was such a blessing. And till this day, even though I'm not. Um, I still have that account and I still use the products, but I don't, um, I don't actively do that business anymore, Mm -hmm. but it is one of those things where I could never say anything bad because of the fact that I would not be where I am today Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for the, the knowledge that I gained. From well, working the in sales, that business. And was that what helped you go to the John Maxwell School? Or was yes. that something different? Yes. Because I remember that part of the Yes, journey. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So um, I actually ended up getting a certification for training for um, the John for John Maxwell. If you guys don't know who John Maxwell is, his books are fabulous. Um, but anyways, I was able to get that certification. Um, and so I've also got that. And um I'll be honest, you know, I was in direct sales for 10 years, and I loved it, but I'll tell you where I got my my last three years, I got to where I was struggling, because people are lazy. Well, and people, I think they have, when you're on the outside looking in, people have their own ideas, they have their own um, opinions of multi-level, like, marketing groups and things like that, and you didn't care about that. You had built your own brand and built your own way, and a little girl from Kings Mountain with all these people on her team, and that's one of the things, I don't know if I ever told you, probably didn't, but that's one of the things I really respect about you is you're like, you know, 
I didn't care what anybody had to say. Screw that. Yeah. And and that's where I am. I, I like I'm real. I'm transparent. What you see is what you get. If you don't yeah. like me, guess what? I don't care. You have to be that way as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. You really you do. do. To or have never success, no, because nobody is ever going to, you're not going to be able to agree with everybody. You know, everybody right. has different, um, you know, goals and opinions, and it's just, it's just how it works. What's the saying? Nobody that is doing better than you is ever going to look down on you and tell you you're doing something wrong. That's right. So, with that said... People that are not doing as good as you are the ones are that are going to be gonna putting talk. you down. Oh and that's going to be the chitter chatter. Yeah. And I'm at a point in my life, and I think you are as well. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to do me regardless. That's right. That's right. So, like I said, after 10 years, God had really laid real estate on my heart for about my last three. And it was just something that I had prayed over because here's the thing for me. Um, I had some fabulous team members. I, I mean, there are still girls. Like I said, I still have my account that's active. There are still people that's out there that have retired their husbands and they're still doing this full time. And I think it's great for them. Um, Cause like I said, I love that part of my life. But for me, I got tired of having to try to make people work. <laughs> and now we're saying that fast forward to 2024, we're in a society, and I'm sorry, young folks. I feel like it's it's young folks. Over, it's, it's a little bit everybody. Yeah. I have two children and three dogs and a father and a husband that I don't mind pushing in the right direction or marketing clients. Yeah. But I refuse to be your mama. No. And, and tell you, you need to get up and tie your shoes every day, and you need to get up yep. and be a big girl or boy and work. And earn money, and mm -hmm. and I think that's probably kind of where you were at too. You just I get was. tired of momming everybody. Well, I got tired of people complaining. They would come to me and they're like, "I need to make five hundred dollars too because I can't pay for my groceries or I can't pay for my house payment." Yeah. But then when they got into it, they were lazy. They didn't want to do, do the, the work. work. They wanted me to do mm -hmm. the work. When I've already, I'm already busting my butt. That's you know, right. I'm already doing all the things, and I'm trying to teach you how to have the same success that I've had. And so I got tired of that. And so when real estate really came on my heart, it was one of those things where I was like, I know that if I get started in real estate, I can make an income and make an impact based off of who? Me. That's right. I know my hustle. I know yeah. my drive. And I don't have to pull people along. And that's what I got tired of. Um, and so, but well, like, it slows you down. It does. And it, it, you, it also, I think too, as a, a wife and a daughter, because yeah. I know you're really close with your, your family like I am, and it becomes toxic. Yeah. And you become a person as you grow, the goal is as you grow to say, you know what? I don't need toxicity. No. I need peace. And if something you're doing, whether it be a person um, that you're communicating with or work or, or whatever, or some of these mom groups, we'll talk about that later. You've got to just say, I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore. I've got yep. to like cut off the toxicity because it only you do. It drags you down. You do. And <laughs> I just, you know, like I said, it was something where I was finally like, you know what? I need something else. Mm -hmm. So I took my real estate exam or took the class, took the real estate exam. And this is the craziest thing. <laughs> Y'all know I'm all about social media. Okay. So I was going to type up my posts for social media. And I stopped, and I was just in tears. And I oh, almost, wow. I was like, what are people going to think? What are people going to think? Because I have built this big brand around direct sales and around it works. What are people going to think with me doing something else? Are gotcha. they going to think I failed? Are they going to think that I was a phony? What are they going to think? And I almost did not start real estate. Really? I was in tears. I almost did not start. But finally, I had to remember what I coached and I trained on because, guys, I literally would get on stage and train with 
thousand, five thousand people. Like Absolutely. train people how to run a business through direct sales. And so But it's still that that inner Yeah. That inner mindset and brain that it I think I don't care who you are, even if you're you, Kobe Bryant talked about this before he passed away. Even if you're at a point in life where you're the best to everybody, you're the, the world's best at, at basketball or, or, or real estate or what have you, there's a little bit of that insecure, insecure fearful absolutely. child that you were at one point absolutely. that's still inside you. And he had talked about that on some of his Mamba yep. mentality stuff. And, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. There is. And, there's a lot and of truth. That, that in itself, I didn't know that. Yeah. That is remarkable that, and, and from a faith standpoint, I feel like that's the devil going, he that's knew. Right. He, he knew. knew what you were capable he knew. of. And he was trying to stop you that's in right. your path. That's right. And God was like, nope. And I had prayed specifically before I really got into real estate. I had prayed specifically, God, I need you. If this is what you want for me in my life right. and my family, because I was stepping away <laughs> with a husband that was, this was our income. It works was what we did. That's how I fed my kids. That's how I paid right. my house payments. And my prayer specifically was, God, if this is what you want for me and my family, I need you to make this business bigger than my direct sales business. That's what I need from you. That's and right. that's for me. It's I'm one of those people. I try to get very specific with my prayer life because I feel like when you're like, you know, God, tell me if you want me to be into real estate. Kind of like when your husband says, what do you want for dinner? And you go, whatever. Yes. And then he you, goes, do you want this? And you're like, no. Yeah. You, you have, want this? You have to you be have very, to be and, and, and you know what? It's easier for me to be specific with prayer than it is for me and CJ to figure out what we want for dinner. <laughs> Same here. You know? Jeez. That's, um, like a, that's like not an argument, the worst. but it's a back and forth volleyball yeah. match. Yeah. So it was one of those things where, um, like I said, it was, it was hard for me, but I just knew that if God led me to that, that's right. that he would make it bigger than what I already had. And that mm -hmm. was big for me. Yeah. And um, so anyway, so I jumped in and I've been in real estate about three, a little less than three and a half years. It seems like so much it, longer does it though, not? Right? Does it to not? To me, it seems like it's been 30 years it's because yeah. you've, you've done and like you are a testimony of saying, and, and this, and that's why I wanted you as the first guest. I had the vision for Get Up and Tie Your Shoes. It was a God vision in April of 2019. We're talking about five years ago. I've had this logo. I've had this vision. God, like my mom thought it was crazy. She goes, how much wine did you drink last night? I'm like, well, that's not really, uh, that doesn't really matter, <laughs> um, mom. But I was like, oh my God, mom, I was up cleaning the house and drinking wine and I had this vision and it's going to help women. And, you know, I was in like, I was in the darkest place of my life, and my girlfriend, Randy, and I know we're going to talk about, like, law and real estate in a second. She's one of my best friends. She's actually an attorney for a very large um, corporate bank, and I told her one day, I said, oh, my God. She's like, what did you do today? I was going through depression. I was going through anxiety. I was going through stuff that nobody talked about, and I thought that, like, if you said you were depressed, that meant that you didn't want to live anymore. I didn't realize what depression was. I didn't realize it, and I think that's why God allowed me to go through that yeah. storm and through that fire. I was like, all I did was get up and tie my shoes today. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, Jen. Oh, my God. And then Rikers Preschool director, Lisa Medlin, she and I were like good friends and we were talking about it because she'd overcome cancer and a divorce and this and that. And it kind of just grew. And so I look at it and now we're sitting here doing yeah. something I've talked about. Yeah. And then the real estate, mm -hmm. holy smokes, like I know you're not going to sit and say it because you're not arrogant, braggy type of person, but uh, yeah, let's say best of the best 2023, right? Yeah. And all of these 
accolades that you get. And in my opinion, if somebody doesn't like you or your style, there's probably some jealousy in there because yeah. anybody that's worked with you, and I have worked with you, mm-hmm. and girlfriend, did we not go through some yep. hurdles, mm-hmm. as we'll call them. But, and my mother was dying. Yeah. She was at hospice when mm-hmm. we closed on our house. Yep. Um, and I mean, now it's been 10 months and I can actually say that without crying, but you know, coming from me, like you don't find, she wasn't just a realtor. Yep. You were never just a realtor. You were my friend. You checked on me every day. You were there and you were there when some of my family wasn't even there. You were there when some of my friends who I thought would be there weren't there. And I think that's the mark that you've left in the real estate world so far in these three, three and a half years is you are the trusted, knowledgeable person that knows this. You know how to market their homes. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I was in law school for a couple years before the law school closed, so I did Mm -hmm. not get to graduate. A lot of people think real estate's just easy. And, oh, there's so much money. They don't realize the law aspect, the class, the the exams, the liability, everything. So let's talk about that for a minute. So... You, t- you have this vision, you take the real estate class, mm-hmm. and what comes next? Which test do you take next? And let me let me say let me throw this in really quick before <laughs> we get back to that. So it's funny, I was um, I was somewhere in Kings Mountain one day, uh, right around the time I got into real estate, and I had somebody say, um, "Yeah, I was talking to such and such the other day, and um, you know, told them or they told somebody that they needed to hire you to work with them in real estate." Yeah, and um, they were like that girl don't know nothing about real estate. She's not going to do anything. <laughs> and so it's things like no, that. that drive I'm you. like, all right, we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm, what I really want to say is, too. okay, but, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, it, you know, so it's, so, okay. So back to like the light, what was the question on the liability with, type stuff? Yeah. With, so you take, cause I'm not super familiar with yeah. it to be honest. So you take a class, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now you, I'm licensed in insurance. You yeah. take a class and then you take different exams. How does it work in real yeah, estate? Yeah, so you take um, you take a class mm-hmm. through like a CE. It's, there's one called CE Shop. You have Superior. Um, mm-hmm. There's different classes that you can take. You take that course and you have to pass an exam to get out of that course. If you don't pass that exam, wow, okay. then you have to take the course again. Ooh. And so and once it's lengthy, right? How it's, many hours? Yeah, so it's about a 75-hour course. Ooh, yeah. So you take that, and after you take that and you pass it, then you have to go and sit for your national and your state exam. Um, and those are very, those are hard. I mean, straight up, those are hard. I know yeah. a lot of real estate agents that just don't, they don't pass those. It takes multiple times. Yeah. Um, you are cramming in, you know, tons of liability into a very short like six-week class and it is it's very strenuous in terms of all the knowledge because there's liability you're having to learn about easements and just all these things that you're learning about structural components yes like that right yeah about roads and you know how you can get sued and all these things that you have to know and you have to go take an exam on that quick, right. and you have to be able to retain all that knowledge because you don't know what they're going to ask on those tests. And so you have a national test and a state or a national exam and a state exam that you have to take. Mm-hmm. And now you can take it, you know, you can take it multiple times until you pass. Um, but once you pass those, and I'll say this as well, they say that getting your real estate exam is about as hard as taken like the bar exam they say it's right near right close to it well and I think I was telling you one of one of my good friends he was a former NFL player 
had gotten hurt. He was in law school with me. He's actually licensed up in Connecticut, mm -hmm. but he took the real estate exam and he's like, I failed miserably. Yeah, he had to take it hard. again. And mm -hmm. some insurance tests are like that too, because yeah. again, you you have that's why you have E and O insurance. Yeah. You know, you might make an honest you mistake. You might make a mistake. But yep. with you saying that, that's another reason that I think so many people need to be knowledgeable of who you're using yep. for real estate because if they don't know what they're doing, that is not only a civil liability for you as a realtor, yep. but also the client. Because can I just say this? And I will, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things because of the fact that obviously we're professionals and obviously I would never say names. But guys, in terms of real estate and hiring an agent, you are hiring someone to sell your biggest asset. That's right. Whether it's $200,000 or a million dollars, you are hiring someone to sell your biggest asset. So when I have somebody that comes up to me and say, oh, well, I hired such and such because she just got started in, in real estate. Here's the thing. Everybody has to get started somewhere. Uh -huh. I totally get it. Everybody has to get started somewhere. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I work with some of these agents. <laughs> and y'all, when I, t I posted a meme on Facebook, I'm, listen to this, I posted a meme on Facebook on my story the other day, and it said, the real estate agent that beat me out of a listing is now on my real estate page asking me how to write up a contract. Because it happens. Yeah. And I, I come in contact with so many real estate agents that I'm like, how do you have clients? Yeah. You don't know anything about a septic. You don't know anything about mold. Like, there's just all these different components and things that people have to know. But also, communication. Well, and I can relate to that from a firearms standpoint because my husband and I own a firearms company. We're a firearms manufacturer. We do training classes. We do, you know, women classes, youth classes, CCH classes. And when I have somebody that says, oh, I took a class in Charlotte and I uh, was there for three hours and I didn't even qualify. I'm like, <gasps> yeah, like I cringe yeah. because that is what hurts the qualified people. And to be honest, it does. In, in both of our professions, mm -hmm. that's what hurts people from the, the uneducated folks. And then it affects everything. From, it goes from a small to yeah. a really big area. But my thing is people have to, you really do have to interview your agents. You do. Ask for reviews. Mm -hmm. Ask for other clients that you've helped. You and know, with you, Brittany, mark my word, you don't have any problems finding testimonials yeah. or positive reviews. Mm -hmm. um, I personally, I personally don't know of any negative reviews that yeah. you've had. Because you put your heart and so you sell that home as if it were yours. Yeah, absolutely. Or well, your mom. My biggest thing is I'm going to treat my clients like family. That's right. I'm not out to sell lemons. I'm not out to just make a book. And there are so many agents, you know, being from Kings Mountain, being in a small mm -hmm. town. Yes. The agents that I work with and the horror stories that I hear from people that a lot of people know. Yeah. It just makes me sick. Oh, I had my own horror story years ago. And it's really hard for me to, like, conceptualize that now, knowing what I know all these years later. And yeah. I'm like, hmm. I mean, I'll be, you know how you know how we are in the South, you know, bless your heart, right? So, yeah. Um, faith, making a difference, being a good mom, being a good real estate agent, being a good wife, being a good daughter. Tell us how your, you know, more how your faith has been gotten you to now and where do you see yourself going in the next three years I'll say this being in real estate um, 
and being a producer. So like we mentioned earlier, I won Best of the Best in 2023, uh, Best Real Estate Agent. And then last between the last two years, you know, I've done between 17 and 20 million in sales the last two years. It's awesome. Um, it's a lot of work. And so when I tell you that I have to make sure that I take time, That's right. I'm a workaholic. I am. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all we do, we, right? I love working. <laughs> yeah, I know, People I will be like, what's your hobbies? And I'm like, working? Like, yeah. I just what love. What do you do at night? Yeah. Work. Work. What do you like, do in the mornings? Work. What do you do on vacation? Yeah. And, work. and people don't understand it. <laughs> like, like my sister, she's like, I don't understand how you're okay <sighs> with your fault. Or even my clients, when I'm yeah. like negotiating a deal. I had a client, I was at a, um, uh, <laughs> I was at a uh, closing the other week and she said, you just were working on Sunday trying to get our house under contract. I'm like, when you sign up for real estate, that's what you sign up for, that's you know? Right. And so, um, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where I have definitely had to step back. And really that's been a big goal of mine for 2024 is to just step back and make sure that I'm not just working so much that I'm working my life away and my kids' that's life right. away. Um, I'll say this, we, um, for 2024, when I tell you it started off, <laughs> where I'm like, Jesus, what are you doing? I, I know. I've been singing Jesus take the wheel, but I don't have a Carrie it's, Underwood voice. It's I mean, been like that. January 3rd of this year, just it's a date that I will always remember. And it really <laughs> just, it really just rocked me. But now it's what, February, what's today's date? February. Uh, fe- February the, February 8th. Is it the 8th? I look, yeah. even just, you know, a month in, a little over a month in, I'm looking back and I'm seeing what God's done. Right. And I'm so thankful for it. But this year is definitely something where my goals were to have more time with my girls, mm-hmm. to, um, to have more time with my husband. Um, we just are actually, we just started going back to my childhood church yeah. and to get more involved with church. Right, and, and to community. Get, yes. Because you already do a lot in the community. Yeah, and to get more involved with like my kids' school and, and things I already do, um, but also be able to delegate tasks. So I just hired That's a trainer. so hard. It is. And oh. when we're type A, we yes. want our hands in everything. And I don't like to let things go, but I just hired a transaction coordinator. Yep. And so I really feel like doing little things like that is going to allow me less time for like the paperwork and that busy work yeah but more time with like my girls and my husband and things like that so I have really just had to learn you know I think that's as a woman and as a like type like you said successful type a personality it is very very hard I did it several years ago I had and she did an amazing job amazing but it's hard for me to not touch it you know, because it's, it's your baby. It is. And it it's is. your reputation. And you want it done a certain way. That's and right. And you think nobody else can do it like you. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that I am having. So I hired one. I'm going to try her out and see how it goes. And hopefully, yeah. so well, so far it's going well. Um, but then if for some reason that doesn't work out, yeah. then I'll, you know, I'll go to the next. And right. so um, it's definitely been a process, but it's one of those things where if, if we don't find, do things like that, then mm-hmm. really at the end of the day, we're going to work our lives away. That's right. And, That's exactly and right. so I'm really trying to get better at that this year. So, well, I think you're doing an amazing job. Well, I, appreciate I it. think you are getting up and tying your shoes. People go, what the hell does get up and tie your shoes mean? Brittany Austin is a walking, talking example of that because success starts with every step. So in the mornings, when you get up, yeah. you got to lace up. doesn't matter what, what you're overcoming, what fears, what anxiety that you have. You know, God tells us not to worry and not to be anxious in anything and, and to pray about things. So, you know, lace up, step out, and make each day count and uh, get up and tie your shoes. And I just want to say thank you so much to you 
Be sure to look her up, Brittany Austin, uh, Brittany Austin and Co. She's actually located in a beautiful historic downtown Kings Mountain, but she can work with you wherever you are. Yep. So I think you're a great example for your daughters and for other women and people that maybe feel stuck mm -hmm. to know that there are options out there. Absolutely. So um, thank you for joining us for our first episode. And um, as we stated, today's actually the 8th of February, but my mother who passed away from cancer, whew, last April, her birthday would have been February the 18th. So you guys are seeing this today, February the 18th. Um, and I wanted to be able to launch this first episode on what would have been her birthday because she was my greatest inspiration for me to get up and tie my shoes. So have a great day. Put that first step forward and make big things happen, guys.